Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a little like antsy pants today. Antsy pants? Yeah. Because of this episode? No, just in general. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to mean as far as how I how I am on this episode. <laughs> well, it just makes it interesting now. I guess. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, I think we should just get right into it. Mm, I think so. Okay. So this is episode 1018 titled Invitation to Disaster. Mm. And the Amazon Prime spoilie is Annie tries to stop Simon's wedding. Damn. Okay. Sweet and short. Short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So a lot of things are happening in this beginning opening cold open part yeah <laughs> what is it what's it called the cold open um the mail has come mm-hmm. the twins love getting the mail apparently yeah and for whatever reason when they hand the pile of mail to annie they they withhold one of the pieces of mail yeah <laughs> like how did they know to keep that back like that doesn't track for me like it seems like a little too advanced for the twins to be yeah. like, oh, there's also this one. It's true. It's <laughs> like, true. I don't understand what game they're playing there, but it's all junk mail and shit. And then which the taller one hands Annie. I don't know which one. <laughs> That's the best. The taller one. <laughs> is that David? I don't it know. Is. It is David. David's like, here's here's one more. And Annie is like frozen in her tracks. Yeah, and you can kind of tell from the envelope; it's all like the like yeah. fancy cursive. It's writing. pretty big too. Yeah, it it looks like what you think it is. Yeah, and it stops Annie dead in her tracks. And at that moment, um, Eric comes in, and the kids are like, you know, going out to put the junk mail in the recycling bin yeah. or whatever. And so he comes in, talks to Annie. Is that an invitation to disaster? Dude, is this the first time in 200 something episodes that they've like said the name of the episode in the episode? Yeah, I, probably. Like, it's so not something they do. And exactly. It was like jarring. Yeah. It was like, oh shit. Like, I was like, and in the first like minute. Uh huh. That I was shocked too. Invita- I'm like, already? They're going to say the title? Like, they never have, but why so soon? Well, and it's also one of those titles where it's like so obvious. Like, it did not need to be said. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, like it. It wasn't like a vague title where you need a character to say it so that you can put a context around it. Mm-hmm. You hear invitation to disaster, you know exactly what that means, you know? Yeah. Like 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 there's no shock to the fact that Simon's invitations have come, you know? Yeah, like come exactly. On. Um but what I love too is like we we cut over to Lucy and Kevin's house yeah. and Lucy's also checking the mail mm-hmm. and she gets the same invite and then she gets another one that she's like all like wistfully smiling about. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like what? what's that one? Because mm-hmm. we didn't see Annie get that one. Exactly. And so when they're talking after Annie's initial shock, we learn that May 13th mm-hmm. is the date of both Simon's wedding with to Rose yeah. and Matt and Sarah's medical school graduation. Yep. So the shit has well and truly hit the fan. <laughs> Never. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting that they picked. 
I don't know. I, I'm surprised that they did this in this episode this way, but I was like, okay, all right, let's see what happens. What do you mean that they did, that they did what? That they decided to put both dates and try, I, I didn't think that this was going to be an issue. Like they're trying to find a way for them to break up Simon oh, and Rose. Okay. I right. didn't think that like a date would it be would an come issue. Down to the yeah. date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, really? Okay. Well, and it's also kind of, I think, an interesting way of re-bringing Matt and Sarah into the fold. Yeah. Because they've been like missing in action for the better part of like two seasons now. I think the last time we saw Matt was um, when... The rat's out of the bag Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, and then... Sarah was last season, Sarah, maybe. Yeah. It was like that Thanksgiving episode. So it's almost like, a, oh, don't forget about them. They yeah. still exist, you know, kind of moment. And funnily enough, May 13th is like a really important date because it's the date that the final episode of season 11, so like the last episode ever, aired in 2007. And even more importantly, Uh (laughs) it will also be the day that the last episode of this podcast airs. (laughs) Did everybody get sad? (laughs) So May 13, 2006 is an important day to the Camdens. May 13, 2007 is an important day to Brenda Hampton, I would imagine. I would assume And so. May 13, 2019 is quite the important day for us and you, dear listener. Yep. So it was you kind of funny. Time. It was kind of funny that they kept like talking about May 13th. 13th May, May 13th, 13th. I was like, yeah. okay, keep reminding us, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. So, yeah. So anyway, so um, Annie is like immediately like, nope, not happening. They're going to have to move their wedding. There's no way I'm missing math graduation. The way she was so excited. Oh, I know. She it lands on the same day. Woohoo! I was like, okay. Yeah, she got really excited that that would mean that they would have to push the wedding yeah. and give her more time to break up the wedding, essentially, I yes. guess. Which, okay, whatever. Fine. And then... We cut to Sarah. Sarah gets like two minutes of airtime in this episode. Yeah. Where we see her getting the invitation to Simon and Rose's wedding and realizing Mm -hmm. that it's on the same day as her graduation. Yeah. And then we get this whole scene of Rose talking to Sarah, Sarah, whom she has never met or spoken to before. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Sarah's calling Rose to be like, oh, yeah, you got to move your wedding. Like, it felt so not real to me Mm -hmm. same like i I, know like i couldn't fathom the only thing i could wrap my head around is like sarah called simon like tried to call simon and then rose picked up maybe maybe you know but still though i'd rather have seen that scene i'd I'd rather have seen the calling moment and rose picking up and being all awkward at first because she's never met this person yeah yeah you're right that would that would have been better but then like and I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say these words, but I but I completely agree with Rose that this is on Simon. Like yeah. Simon should have known better. Yeah. Like he was so busy not getting involved in the wedding plans. Yeah. That he completely like didn't line shit up properly and I know. like didn't ask the right questions from the right people and had and they completely fucked up this whole situation mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I 100% agree. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Rose and God, like, I hate that I have to give her a point in this one, but like, you know, and then, but then she like loses that point when she starts talking about how 
my my family and my parents and our friends have all made plans and blah blah. Yeah. Can't we just get married the weekend before or the weekend after? I don't know if I would if I could, but I can't. My parents have arranged their work and their travel plans around our big day, and so have all our friends. And frankly, so have we. You did book the cruise, right? Right. But what about moving the wedding back a week? And then we spend a week here, and then we go on our cruise. We can't back up a week. We're in school that week. We have finals. I'm not getting married in the middle of finals. This is not good. You're making too big a deal out of this. I doubt anyone wanted to go to a stupid medical school graduation anyway. I think you may be wrong about that. I hope you're not going to use this as a way of getting out of the wedding. Why would you think I'm trying to get out of our wedding? Are you? No, I'm not. Are you? No, I'm not. Yeah, Ooh. both of you are. I know. These two are such fucking idiots, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I don't know. It's very obvious that Simon... Okay, I would. Th- I think unconsciously or subconsciously, mm-hmm. Simon did this on purpose. I don't think he, like, willfully made this happen so that he could potentially have an, have an excuse to cancel the wedding. Yeah. But I feel like th- he didn't care enough mm-hmm. because he doesn't care enough about this wedding. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Right? I don't think he's fully in it. He's, he keeps repeating that he loves her. And also, he definitely didn't book that cruise. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that pause the, whenever he said so palpable. When he said yes or yeah, I'm like, okay, you didn't oh, book shit, so dude. Didn't. Like, come on, dude. But this episode, fuck. Yeah. I I can't believe it, T. I can't believe it. I'm not I don't even know how to talk about this episode. I was in full on tears at the end. I was in shock with <laughs> I was all in of tears. It, <laughs> it I, totally I hit my heartstrings. I mean, I believe it, but here is my issue with Brenda Hampton. Okay. I know. She's a total fucking bitch. She really is, though. <laughs> she's the worst. I, the worst. Yes. <laughs> like, you have been building up I this know. character since oh, last season so for unfair. me to hate her. It's so unfair. Successful, because I do. But to well, she uh, gave me... Okay, first of all, yeah, this entire like heart-to-heart moment that she does have with Annie, which I'm sure will break down, this is my issue. Oh, no. That, this is yeah. it. <laughs> what, which my only issue is this. You gave me how someone is supposed to experience growth and they break and she breaks it down psychologically. Rose breaks down why she is the way she is almost beat by beat the way you would expect growth in a in a person with this kind of background, with this kind of pattern. It was so perfect that I'm like, this is frightening, but. Not to say yeah. that I don't believe it, but when it's that perfectly choreographed, it all—it's almost like, wait, is this all made up? Like, yeah. is, she, is this just an excuse she's using or whatever? Yeah, but especially because we never saw the talk that Umberto gave her. Exactly. Oof, that totally crossed my mind. It, it crossed my mind, but I am going to choose to believe this rose, and if the shoe drops, which it might or it won't, I don't care. I'm going to believe no. that she's a good person on purpose because I'm going to ride this wave. <laughs> I'm going to ride this wave. I'm going to be on Annie's side. I want to know what happens. Okay, so here's here's what I actually think is going to happen or is happening here. I think this whole time you and I have mm-hmm. been waiting for this ultimate like blow up breakup moment yeah. where the shit hits the fan and like, oh no, 
they're gonna break up and the wedding's not gonna happen huzzah right yeah i don't think that's it at all i think the very end of this episode Mm -hmm. tells us that in fact what's going to happen is that the wedding isn't going to happen, but it's not going to be because of some blow up, break up, big out, like big blowout moment. Yeah. It's just simply going to be that Rose and Simon are going to come to their senses and realize they don't, they don't want to marry each exactly. other. Which is the worst payoff. I know. For all of the drama yeah. and the like buildup of ill will towards Rose yeah. that has been happening for the entire fucking season. You painted this great villain. It's the worst payoff that it's just yeah. like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but I will say, I think that, that if we're being fair to Brenda Hampton, mm-hmm. which we don't have to be, but you know me, if we're being fair to Brenda Hampton, I think since the big, since around the middle of the season. Yeah. As we've talked about, the breadcrumbs have been laid little by little. Her dad. That she's not a villain. Her dad. The the Christmas mm. dinner. Yeah. And that, yeah, exactly. Like these little moments yeah. where we're like, wait, are we supposed to like her now? Like yeah. we've every had single a few of one of those, which has not been like just recently. I mean, I feel like it's been pretty consistent since mm-hmm. like at least half of the season or yeah. maybe more even. Yeah. Like I think... That was Brenda's way of being like, just watch, just wait, just hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, again, fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Because, like, goddamn, just for once, give me someone to hate. You know? Like, yeah. it's cool, bro. I don't mind. You know? Yeah. Don't make it all, like, do-do-do, happy little... Yeah. Not happy, but you know what I mean? Like, don't make it all, like, like you can't hate anyone, you know? Like... The th- the shit that she admits. Okay, let's listen to some of it. I don't have the whole thing because it's like a five minute yeah. scene. But it's this like it's the, it's the opening remarks she makes. Mm-hmm. Annie, I'd hate me too if I were you. I would be terrified of me marrying your son if I were you. I'm. I'm not the person I want to be. I'm not even close. I apologize. I'm sorry. I haven't been very nice. I've been completely self-centered and condescending and really in your face, like I've won some victory over you in getting your son to marry me. I don't offer this as an excuse, but I do want to explain a little of where this is coming from, or where I think it's coming from. I think... I started getting like this after my parents divorced. I blamed myself. And the more I blamed myself, the worse I felt. And the less I thought of myself. And to hide that, I started acting superior to everyone. So no one would know that I feel like nothing. And that's exactly when Annie starts to cut her off. Not, Not cut her off, but she's like, oh, Rose. And Rose is like... This is really hard for me. Yeah. Please let's, let me get this out. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on to basically say like, you know, neither of her parents really wanted her. Yeah. They would fight over who got stuck with her mm-hmm. and like how she was never even like, you know, like wanted in the first place. You know, that yeah. kind of shit. And how she internalized all that. And because of that, like she 
started acting like she's better than everyone mm-hmm. and realizing now that like that's not how you make friends you yeah. know <laughs> like that's not how you win people over mm-hmm. um and that and then she goes even a step further to be like i'm gonna need help <laughs> like i know yeah. i'm not gonna be perfect kind of thing and like i you know blah i don't know whatever that's basically the gist of what she says yeah oh man I fully was crying, dude. I was crying, I think, more than anything for the loss of the villain. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you. Like, I don't really care about her. So I'm like, like, I, as much as I care about anyone, you know what I yeah. mean? But like, but like, I, I remember just being like, God damn it, Brenda. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I'm supposed I, to care now. <laughs> I was in shock. I swear. Cause I, I was looking around the room. I'm like, wait, is this serious? Like, is this really going to happen right now? This is. This is a yeah. character that I enjoyed talking shit about. I know. For, you know, know. It was so easy. <laughs> it was it was so easy. There was nothing redeemable about this girl. I Only, know. yes, like she you said, just... a few times that made me go, am I supposed to care? Yeah, which which was never enough for us to be, be like, like, oh, she's a different. She's not as bad as we thought. She yeah. was just like, she had these moments. And all of a sudden, she breaks down. And I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest, though. And I don't know if this is like a props to the writing of it or mm-hmm. what, but there was that. So, so she pours her heart out, right? And Annie like, like accepts all of it and is like, yeah. "Oh my god, like I love you, whatever. It's all cool." And then, she, and then she goes and she's like, "He's like, okay, so we've we've moved the wedding back, right? Mm-hmm. They or to like one day before. Yeah, she moved. They moved it, it yeah. one day before. They were unable to get their deposits back from the restaurant and stuff. Yeah." But they're going to cater. The restaurant's mm-hmm. going to cater everything. So she's hoping that they can either have the church hall or if Annie would prefer in the backyard. Yeah. I know. And, sh- and she even goes like, she goes like, I know it's more work for you if it's at the house, but they'll do everything, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever works up. for you guys kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then she's like, she's like, and Simon never really booked the cruise. So we want to book like we want to pay for everyone to take a red eye from here to new york in the like in the night time so yeah. that you can make it to matt's graduation and annie's like you don't have to do that and she's like i think we do mm-hmm. because you know whatever and so like all these like super nice things yeah oh and then she's like she's like we sent out announcements to everybody so everyone knows that the day has changed you know yeah. whatever so then rose is like okay so i gotta get back because i gotta study for finals you know yeah. and annie's like okay like let me know, you know, like if there's anything I can do, whatever. And and then Rose just like leaves. Like yeah. I really wanted a hug there. I know. Like that scene was like missing yeah. something. And I wonder if it's if it was on purpose. Like, you know, she's not gonna just be a different person all of a yeah. sudden. You know, like it's not it's not just gonna be like a full one eighty. Like yeah, but it's th- just baby step moment. But that's why Annie says, call me when you make it home so I know you made I it know, okay. that was really sweet. That, that in itself is saying like, you got someone on this side that cares. That cares, yeah. And, and Rose And Rose says, she's like, thank you. Yeah. You know, because she, like, she understands that gesture for what it is. Ah! I know. <laughs> God damn it. What God am I supposed to do? damn it. Why couldn't we have, why couldn't she have had this revelation moment 
six Christmas? months ago. Yes. Christmas. With Sandy. When mm-hmm. it fucking mattered, bro. Yeah. Yeah. When it was make or break right there yeah. for us, the audience. Like, when she was a fucking villain, yeah. ruined Christmas for the kids, yeah. like, decided to, like, against being a Christian. Like, goddamn, bitch. Like, yeah. like, why couldn't this have happened then? It took Umberto coming back in your life for you to realize how great you are. Yeah. And that's why Annie says, she's like, Good news is I love Rose. Bad news is I don't think she's going to be with Simon. Yeah. Which I don't know. No. I still buy it because Umberto is like on the blazing path, man. Like yeah. he is not going to let her go. And he's like, I'm having her. I don't care what y'all like, say. So because, yeah, because he and Annie are in fucking cahoots this whole episode. Yeah. Trying to break oh up. I, know, I love the craziness of this episode. <laughs> oh, Eric and and Kevin. Kevin are this great. is the first time I want to say I like their chemistry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really great. So so after or after the invitations come in, right? Yeah. And Annie's like tripping out because how what are we gonna do? She's trying to behind the scenes plan alternative options for the wedding so that she can present them to Simon and Rose so that they could be like more willing to change the date or whatever, Uh you know? So, so Annie and Lucy are talking in the kitchen while Kevin and Eric are talking in the den or in his office or whatever. And it's this like funny, like cutting back and forth between the two of them moment because Annie's just like on one man. Mm-hmm. She's like wheeling and dealing. She's called the restaurant. She's made the arrangements. She's 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 had Ruthie print some shit out from the internet. Like I got emailed. I'm like, what? <laughs> this family is so Amazing. ahead. And then meanwhile, Kevin and Eric are talking about like how Annie's crazy for thinking this wedding's not going to happen. Yeah, 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 and how Kevin just really just wants to go to New York for this for this Dude. graduation. He's like, "Can't us guys go to New York and let the girls stay for this wedding?" <laughs> Such a dick. But I mean, it's I Kevin. Get it. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like he has no horse in this rose no. race. He wants to go back home so he can see his family. And the best whatever. part for me about this episode as everyone is planning their own way of sabotaging this wedding i forgot that no one knows that each one is sabotaging shit that when they when it all gets revealed that eric like annie finding out and then eric finding out like dates for the for the reception like he's looking at annie i was like oh my god i completely forgot that they don't know what they're trying to plan yeah neither (gasps) neither of them talk to each other about this scheming so because kevin brings up the best idea which is what if we got them to elope yeah and then the date is free we can all go to new york everything's cool so eric's like that's actually not a bad idea because they're going to get married anyway. We can't stop it. Yeah. So at least if they do that, we don't have to worry about it. And then Kevin's like, okay, I'll talk to him. I'll slip him the idea. It'll yeah. be cool. And Eric's like, you know, maybe we shouldn't. Like, I, you know, and, Eric, and Kevin's like, okay, yeah, no problem. I won't. And he's like, mind you, he's, he knows he's going to do it. Right? Yeah. And Eric's like, okay, is this one of those things where you do it anyway? And I, but now, but you're making me like plausible deniability. Exactly. And like, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> they're so good going back and forth it's really good and then the scene with lucy in the back (laughs) when she's insisting that she's gonna call simon and he's like i'll call simon Simon. it's cool (laughs) it's so funny but how much did you appreciate eric's scottish accent darling i'd love for you to study poetry abroad uh, but my having twenty five hundred dollars to help you do it is a bigger stretch of the imagination than uh, the Loch Ness Monster. We can give it to you if you want to go. You mean it? 
I want to go to Scotland. I've always wanted to go to Scotland. So has Annie. As far as I'm concerned, we can all go after we go to New York and see Matt graduate. <laughs> He's like insisting, I'll pay for everything. Let's just go. Dude. How? What did you think about Lucy's like jumping on the fact that like, wait, why is Ruthie going to go to Scotland? How can she be going to Scotland? You know, she doesn't give a fuck about poetry. This is just about boys and her being away from home. I found that annoying. Yeah. For her to. It's like, oh, sorry that we didn't all get married at 20 and have two kids by 23, but, bitch. Like, but here's a weird thing. So she shares that with Kevin. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes and talks to Ruthie. Well, no, because Kevin gives her, like, tells her why he thinks it's a good idea. And yeah, she, yeah. like, completely agrees with him. Like, she yeah. just needed to hear those words to be like, yeah, it's a smart plan. <laughs> like, but, like, you know, doing all that and then coming into the room by Ruthie. I'm going there for all the boys. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> no, but that's just a joke. I know. You know Ruthie's just joking about that I, because I, she knows that that's what Lucy's thinking. Yeah. You know? But j- just seeing Lucy walking in and just like, I don't care. It's all cool. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So we gave up our opinions real quick. All right. That's well, but I mean, I don't know that she does that, though, because she comes in and they're not even talking about Scotland at first. And then she's no. like, so Scotland, huh? And Ruthie's, Ruthie's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then Lucy's like, well, Kevin seems to think that it'll be good for you because, you know, you'll get us, you'll get a sense of the world yeah. and maybe I'll get the travel bug and that'll inspire you to travel and, you know, see the world, see, see the world before you settle down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, and Ruthie's like, yeah. And I, in, okay. I have a lot to, a lot of thoughts about this whole Ruthie thing because mm-hmm. it's easily like the C story of the whole episode. Like yeah. it's so inconsequential in the big scheme of things, mm-hmm. but the whole episode, she's on the phone with someone. Yeah. Who is she on the phone with? I thought in the beginning it was Peter. See, I think the second time she's on the phone, it's Peter. The oh. first time, I don't think it's Peter. What if we're not interested in Robert? Uh, yeah. Because she's yeah, talking it's about... Yeah, friend, right? She's talking about, yeah, like, I don't... Like, sh- the way she says the word we, yeah. it makes me feel like... Oh, her and a girlfriend are talking. Are gonna yeah. go and be in Scotland, and then Peter will also be there. Yeah, the second one is definitely it's definitely Peter. Peter yeah, cause cause she's, she's talking like, about how too bad you got grounded, and that's not my problem, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious because my gut tells me it might be Mary. Oh, maybe, huh? My gut, like I don't know why I have this like sneaking feeling. That she might have been talking to Mary because she's very vague about it. Remember when she's talking to whoever it is and it looks like she's talking to Annie, but she clearly isn't. And Annie's like, I don't know who you're talking to. Are you talking to me? And she completely just like doesn't say anything. Yeah, she's like, "Uh." Where you're like, okay. Like, I don't know. It's just like questioning that a little bit. I just found it funny when she walks in. I'm seeing her hips roll as she walks. And like with like, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, we're 16. (laughs) When she walks into Kevin and Lucy's to pick up the check and she's wearing whatever the fuck it is she's wearing, like some god awful like tie thing around her. It's not a tie. It's like this weird scarf or whatever. Uh And she's wearing this like vest thing. And I'm just like, Ruthie, what is this? Like, what is this fashion? So many layers. (laughs) It's so weird. And she's all, thanks for Scotland. And then she's all like, let me know if you need me to babysit. Like, I owe you big, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's sweet that she wants to go. Yeah. And I'm glad that she's going to go regardless of Peter. Yes. Like, same. I'm glad for her. I think Mm -hmm. that's going to be important for her. How exciting that of all the Camdens, she's the one that like, yeah, 
is like really blazing the trail, you know, mm-hmm. like for being different. <laughs> exactly. Oh, good for her. Yeah. But yeah, it's man, exciting. All this scheming. So all much scheming. This scheming. So I much loved scheming. it. I loved it. It, it I was did entertaining. Too. It was fun. It was a lot of like, you know, oh, there's that great scene. So, okay. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So Kevin plants the eloping seed in Simon's head. Yeah. And perfectly makes it so that if Lucy does call him, he doesn't answer and shit. Yeah, you know, dude. like, oh my God. Do not pick up your sister's terrible, phone call. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. But anyway, so, but Rose is there when Kevin's talking to Simon. Yeah. So Simon's like out loud being like eloping. Hmm. And Rose loves the idea. It yeah, seems. she does. Like, she's she's like, I'm let me sleep on it. Let me think about it for 24 hours. But like, I'm not opposed. Like, yeah. it would solve our problems. We'd be married like tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. cool, you know? So, so they're quote unquote thinking about it, and Simon essentially voluntolds them to become their witnesses. Yeah, um, voluntells them, I should say. So, um, which is not exactly what Kevin had planned, but he can make he, like, he can spin it. Yeah, his face he's like, oh no, but he can spin it. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. So now they're noodling on it for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Umberto's back in the mix. I want her, man, <laughs> and. He comes in and talks to Simon, mm-hmm. and in so many words, you know what? You can listen to it. Don't do it, Simon. Don't rush off and marry her when you're not sure. Make sure. I'm sure. You know, I may talk to this woman that I work with about Rose and about my frustrations around the wedding, but I want to marry Rose, and I'm going to marry her. Maybe tonight. Just so everyone can go to your brother Matt's graduation? You just close your eyes and dive into a marriage that you're not sure about just so it'd be over and done with and there'd be no more conflict, no decisions to make? No. I want her back. I want Rose back. I don't think you love her. I don't think you really want to marry her. And Rose says your family doesn't want you to marry her. That's not true. Kevin and Lucy might even be our witnesses. And your mom and dad? I don't care what my mom and dad want. This is about Rose and me. And if Rose will have me, I'll marry her whenever she wants. The date that we set, or tonight? I have to go to work. But if you want to talk to Rose, you don't have to do it behind my back. You can just hang out here until she shows up. Thank you. I will. Fine. I've got nothing to hide. Feel free to answer the phone. I mean, I'm kind of proud of Simon for yeah. like being a man. Mm-hmm. That also, I think, ends the story of Mystery Girl. I don't think we'll ever yeah. no, see no, her no. again. Essentially, we find out that she's just someone he works with. Yeah. I still don't love the the comment, though, of you want to come out and play. Remember in the last yeah. episode? Ugh, that's weird. But anyway. um, So, yeah. So that happens. And then Rose comes home and Umberto's there. Mm-hmm. And he tells her or essentially convinces her Mm -hmm. that she doesn't want to elope. She wants to have the big wedding she planned. Yeah. And And he calls the veil a net. (laughs) Really, dude? I know. Why was that such a running gag in this episode? It was the stupidest fucking detail of like, he keeps calling it a net. I'm like, okay. And what? Um, so then he's like, he's like, you better call the Camdens because they're on their way here to witness your elopement. Yeah. And so she calls Annie's cell mm-hmm. and Annie's like out of it. So she calls and she goes, she goes, 
um, Annie, we're not going to get, a, we're, we're not going to elope. So you can, you know, you can stay home or whatever. Yeah. And Annie's like, okay, Rose, and hangs up. Like, yeah. completely doesn't even give her the time of day. Okay, Rose. And just like, boom. And then Rose gets this twinkle in her eye yeah. and calls the house mm-hmm. and is like, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I was just checking to see if you guys were really on your way or not. And yeah. finds out that they weren't, which means mm-hmm. Umberto was lying, which means he was scheming. Mm-hmm with Annie and the Camdens to get her to not have the elopement and da 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 Mm -hmm. basically Rose puts the whole thing together that everyone's scheming behind her back which only makes her double down even harder yeah but that's when she's like talking to Umberto and she's like okay what the fuck can I do to win these people over man like you know me how can I win them over because what the hell man they're like fucking around they're like trying to scheme against me and shit and then we get the scene that we talked about already but yeah um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like ugh. um i know we already touched on it but i did want to play the scene between ruthie and lucy okay um after lucy has talked to kevin about why it's a good idea for her to take this trip mm-hmm. and then she like comes in to like talk to ruthie in the room or whatever yeah so how's the baby everything's fine so far it's not quite as scary as the first time it's actually quite enjoyable, in fact. I feel happy. I feel happy, too. I've hardly thought about Martin at all this week. Mm. I still miss hanging out up here with you and Mary. I'm really happy I have sisters. I don't think we're going to get Mary back, but in a few weeks we'll have Rose. Yeah. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Rose. I will say this. For whatever Brenda's faults are... For whatever reason, she really is good at writing sibling moments mm-hmm. between Lucy and her siblings. Yeah. Like, if Lucy's talking to one of the siblings, be it Matt, Simon, or Ruthie, mm-hmm. they are really good moments where it feels grounded, it feels real, Yeah, it feels organic, like... This feels to me like real sister talk, you know, yeah. like, how are you? How's the baby? Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the face they both make to each other when they think about Rose, like, yeah. it's just really cute stuff. It's you true. Know? And I have to wonder if part of that is just that Brenda loves writing for Lucy, which is obvious from everything we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I wonder and how much of that is like what Lucy um, Bre- Beverly Mitchell brings to the character, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's not it's it, this isn't the first time i've noticed it like when lucy's talking to her siblings it's good yeah you know it's true whether it's simon matt or yeah yeah ruthie even 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 when she's having phantom conversations with mary yeah like, like when she called her up a few episodes ago to like try to be sexy or whatever mm-hmm. like even that where it was one-sided felt yeah. good somehow it felt like oh yeah i get that they're sisters you know like it's true it's just it's interesting i don't know not interesting, but it's like worth mentioning, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, did we do it? I know, right? The only thing we didn't touch on is so the twins and their junk mail fetish. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys. So yeah, they're like super into the trash, right? Like, or not the trash, but the mail. Mm-hmm. And they love taking the junk mail out to the garage where the recycling bin is. Yeah. Well. Eric questions it and then they're like, whatever, dude. But then 
he goes in there and he sees them like cutting girls out yeah. of the like mailers, you know, like magazines yeah. and shit. And the whole time they're just like talking about like, I like girls with brown hair. I yeah. like skinny girls. I like fat girls. <laughs> like just like all their things they like about girls. Redheads and blah. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then Eric like sees them doing this yeah. and is like, well, we should probably talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think but it's about time. But that's all you get out of that. Yeah. Like, you don't really see like this follow up to that or whatever. Now but, we know why they like the male. Yeah, but also, he's not going to have the sex talk with them, is he? That's not the talk he's talking about. I don't think so. Like, there's seven. Like, calm down. No, I don't think it's that. But maybe just like, well, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I think he's more going to try to figure out what the boys are going through. Yeah, make sure that they have a healthy appreciation of women. It's not just objectification, that kind of shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. But yeah, these little boys, they're, they are so weird. Like these twins are so fucking weird. I'm really tired of this show taking the time to show you their reaction to a fucking question. <laughs> like you see like cut shot face. Okay. They said their line cut shot. It's always, uh, I'm, I'm, well, because they're not actors. I know. Just like, can it just be a wide shot where you're showing all? No, of them because they're not actors. I know because you can't trust that they're gonna have the right face at the right time. So they have to do singles on them or yeah. doubles or whatever on them, like where they can edit it together. Where you know what I mean? Like I know, like it's, just, it's very noticeable in the editing. Like yeah. it's just like they're bad actors. Like whatever. You it's know? just it's just like annoying. fucking That's Savannah's all. acting circles around them. Dude, and she's Savannah. a baby, dude. She's amazing. <laughs> like this bitch can fucking laugh and cry on cue. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> she's awesome. Ooh, how did you feel about Annie telling Lucy or you know making that statement? You think you're a better Christian than me? Oh shit! Okay, Dude, so I loved it. Let's listen to that fight. Okay. With God, all things are possible. Mom, I don't think I'd bring God into this. And why not? But do you think what I'm doing is wrong? I didn't say that. It's just that you don't want to just change the date of the wedding. You're trying to get them to call off the wedding, and I don't know if I want any part of that. What do you think? You're a better Christian than I am, just because I'm. I'm doing everything in my power to keep my son from making the biggest mistake of his life. No, I I didn't say that either. And you're not keeping him from making a mistake. You're just delaying it. And I don't think it's right for you to do this without Simon and Rose knowing. So you do think you're a better Christian than I am? You know what? I I think it's time for Savannah and me to go home. Kevin! Luce, just say what you came over here to say, okay? I didn't really come over here to say anything. I want to go to Matt's graduation, too, but Simon's getting married, Mom, and he's getting married on the same day that Matt graduates, and there's nothing we can do about it, unfortunately. Well, I have to believe that there is. Simon and Rose can get married on another Saturday, if they're actually going to go through with this charade. Any Saturday, but that one. Yeah, well, whatever. Good night. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about Lucy's yeah well whatever good night moment she's she's just done with the conversation because she knows she can't convince she can't convince her mom of anything she said what she had to say and i liked what lucy had to say you're yeah you're just delaying his mistake regardless he needs to make it and so i really appreciated that wisdom that Mm -hmm. she she laid out um for annie and it's not to say annie doesn't get it annie knows better i know she's just so desperate i know that's the difference 
Yeah. I mean, that that's all. That's yeah. all it is, is she is so clutching at straws yeah. to try to like make this go the way she yeah. wants. She knows it should and yeah. wants it to, you know? Because Annie knows like... Annie is Lucy in many ways, oh, like beyond that yes. those years, because with all the wisdom and all the experiences that she's had, yeah, she's the way Lucy. She is her mother's daughter, though. Yeah, the way she laid it out is, I think, how Annie would have done it to anybody else. But the only difference is Annie's on the other side, and she's just desperate because yeah. it's her baby. Lucy's got a little bit of more perspective than Annie does in yeah. this instance because Annie's like way more in it than Lucy yeah. is. Because as you said, Simon's her baby. You know, yeah. like. The the stakes are higher for Annie mm-hmm. than they are for Lucy. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, I mean, this is classic um, Catherine Hicks, like, acting her face off. Like, yeah. this whole episode, the colors of emotion that she's expressing. I love Catherine Hicks in this she's episode. Just, she's just a force, man. She's a fucking force. She goes complete. She's She does the 180 with Rose in this yeah, episode. I mean, the beginning of this episode, she's like literally shell-shocked, invitation yeah. to disaster. And by the end of it, she's like, like crying and like in love with Rose. Yeah. And just like completely, like she's, she's frazzled and then she's like excited and then yeah. she's not excited and then she's, I mean, she's just doing everything in this episode. I it's l- really a force to be I like, reckoned with. I loved her threatening, Eric. If they get married, I'll never do it. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I got, know. It's like the <laughs> it's so good like she gets excited crazy like just wor- yeah she's doing kinds. it all she's yeah. doing it all i mean it's truly a master class really yeah, yeah. like it's uh it's it, this is a good episode like i, I gotta give it to them. honestly for the couple episodes that we didn't like yeah. and giving it two thumbs down or whatever this was fun it, it was it was it felt back to like the original form of the season like yeah. this felt as good as like rats out of the bag was oh, yeah, that was or, funny. you know like just with that with that somewhat frenetic energy yeah. but you know t- like still getting to the point like giving mm-hmm. us something so it's not like a useless episode you know yeah. like, like it was it was good it was it hit all the check boxes i think <sighs> god <laughs> i'm just like upset because it's you know, we're know. coming to the end and the season is again getting good, uh-huh. which is classic, classic seventh heaven. Yeah. Like, the final few episodes are always like, okay, you know, yeah, they're mean? okay. Like, but this is I'm like, like, yeah, it took them 10 seasons to get something right. right. But you- <laughs> yeah. Like finally, finally. Yeah. But I think I think what we were experiencing in the previous few episodes that we just were so lukewarm about is, yeah. is what every season of television that goes 22 episodes per season yeah. experiences especially back then mm-hmm. which is that that middle slump i mean exactly you know, there's got to be a period of, in 22 episodes there's gonna be that middle period where they know what they want to do in the finale yeah. and, and they know they have a few episodes to set it up everything they've done up until the christmas break they've done yeah so there's that middle period where they're just like <laughs> like yeah. just throw it on the wall see if it sticks you know what i mean yeah. and then but then it, it kicks into gear as we veer into the final few mm-hmm. episodes you know so i think we're in that home stretch now yeah and i really think like the the steam is picking up you know like i i don't know and i while i was a little disappointed in the final scene like the final sentence of this episode in the same breath i'm excited to see what that means you exactly know what I mean? like yeah i'm again i'm choosing to 
really I'm like all right fine so Rose is a good person I'm gonna run with this. yeah let's see let's I'm see gonna what see, happens I'm gonna see what happens you you are trying to convince me so hard of this yeah I'm gonna okay uh-huh. I'm gonna give in and and what a brilliant twist it would be in the end mm-hmm. if this is all a fucked up ruse that Rose is doing with that 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 she's hatched up with Umberto, like oh to trick them into thinking she's a good person and shit. Oh my god! What a Shyamalan like twist that would be on us, the audience. Could you, if that is in fact what's happening? The recording right now. of that episode. That bitch, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. Put us put it this way. I I, I wouldn't either. It, yeah, I wouldn't. But something tells me that's not what's going to happen. No, because Brenda Hampton. I know. But well, you know what? This season has been nothing but twists and turns for us. It's been True. one shock after the other. So I'm just going to stay open. I'm just going like, to see happens. what happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's all good. Man. I'm here to ride this. It's all good. <laughs> Let's see. Ay, caramba. So any other stray observations on this episode? I mean, I don't think so. I I, I, so I do have it in my notes. I'm like, just quit already. Like both of them. <laughs> like, Ooh. do you want out of this? No, I don't. Oh, I, know. I was like, just quit. Both of you just quit. I know, really. It's like, come on. Who are we kidding anymore? Yeah. You know? Ugh. Ugh. Okay, we'll see. Yep. That's going to do. Oh, wait. Do we officially rate it? We didn't <laughs> Two officially thumbs rate it. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, we're done. Like, yeah, we basically <laughs> said it anyway. Two thumbs up for sure. <laughs> okay. That's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, as we're nearing the end, tell a friend. It couldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> tell all your friends. Tell all the friends. Mailman. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mailmen love Seventh Heaven. Do it's they? a known fact. It's an, Oh, is it? I had <laughs> yeah. no idea. Just as the twins love the junk mail. Oh, yeah. Mailmen love Seventh Heaven. Yeah. And talk about the talk to them about this episode and this part. Be like, do you guys go through everybody's junk mail? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know your mailman? No. Do you have a relationship with him or her? No, him. But no. Like, see, see, you know it's a him. I know it's a him because it's only been a few times where I where I've caught him coming. I was like, oh, I'm here. He goes, all right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know my male person. Well, yeah. I I have no concept. But I know the mailman of- at work, actually. Oh, well, sure. Because you're there ha- to receive it. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I, I do talk to him. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's hit or miss with male people, right? Like yeah. sometimes they're the most friendly, the most like warm and like they want to chat you up. The moment they got headphones in, it's done. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you know. What a cool job though that you can just be wearing headphones and like doing your thing all day long. Yeah. Like, it's pretty chill. I'm sure it's very like annoying too though like yeah they're, they're, they're walking around a lot they're in and out of their stupid little doorless vehicle and shit dude like, that that like that can't be safe i've only i seen- know it's so bizarre to me that there's no door on that goddamn thing yeah i yeah i'm actually curious about like the safety of mail like the car i'm curious and, they, and they're on the wrong side yeah aren't they or no they they drive on the right on the left side of the vehicle but then they get out on the right side yeah like, which makes sense actually it's safer because it's the curbside mm-hmm. so they're not like trying to open doors and yeah it makes yeah. sense like as much as they're getting in and out of their vehicle like it makes sense it's crazy but dude. yeah this what are we talking about <laughs> so tell your mailman yep 
Um, also, guys, we do have a Patreon. If you don't know by now, what are you doing? Um, it's patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod. Um, so that's for heaven's sake pod. And um, we've got two tiers on there. Mm hmm. I always forget. Is it two or it's two tiers? Right. We have our Heaven Head special tier, which is which basically gets you access to two bonus episodes a month mm-hmm. of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. Yeah, we which, picked a few. Like we picked a a bunch. We that, that we've are done fun. a lot of really good ones. Yeah, I would say almost everything we've done, like I really enjoyed. Okay, you know, there's like there's a couple clunkers in there. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sorry. I don't blame you. No, I get you know it. What All the more incentive, like tune in to hear why I didn't like Ghostbusters. Oh, like, dude, it's really funny. Like at some point she gave up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it is. It, it's it's probably one of our more entertaining episodes because it's so like left field. Um, but yeah, we've got like almost 30 episodes up there, I think, at this point Damn. or so like 25 or whatever. There's like a lot of content there that will all be available to you Holy shit. Um, once you subscribe. So check that out. But if that's if that's just like out of, you know, if that's just too much for you guys, we get it. That's yeah. why we have our keep the lights on tier. And that is just one dollar a month. And what that'll do is really just help keep the lights on which by which we mean once we stop doing this podcast every week yeah um we want to be able to keep it available on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast mm-hmm. and to do that um there's there's some cost associated with that and so you're you're subscribing to the keep the lights on tier will basically help us continue to keep it available yeah. on all the places where you get your podcasts mm-hmm. so Check those out. It's patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. The links are in the liner notes. You know what to do. And until next time. Bye. Bye.